0: Minichiwa, Minisan.
1: Hello and welcome to Famicast 45, your Famicast for late November 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton.
2: The boys are back.
1: Indeed. And also, Ty Sugert.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, Batman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this is a bit of a holiday episode that won't be hitting you in time, but that's totally fine,
2: I guess. Sorry, thank you. Thanking what then?
1: Yeah, sorry, British <laughs> people don't understand what we're talking about. they like a different language or something. So.
0: Welcome to the Christmas episode, everybody.
2: <laughs> is that yes. where you thank British people for giving you life or something? No, we would never do that. That's blasphemy, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> all, I, all I know is that American people seem to kill each other for, like, stuffed animals around about this time. Amen. That's about Black Friday. I don't know why that means. Yeah, yo yeah
0: it's it's like the black of death and endless <laughs> destruction
2: mm-hmm. there's a legit website called like black friday and it and, and they <laughs> update it every time somebody dies i think it's on like six or something now
0: <laughs> yeah sounds about right
2: <laughs> yeah god bless america
1: <laughs> yeah so we got another action-packed show for you guys here today. A lot of cool stuff in the news happening. A lot of your letters and different tweets and stuff that were coming at us. Um, before we get into the episode, though, I, I hope you guys actually listened in to the live episode that we did on the uh, NWR podcast. Or, God, <laughs> telethon live yeah, podcast. Yeah, the big
0: charity thing.
1: Yeah, we uh, we all did that. Had a great time with the 8-4 guys. And, uh James, you seem like you had something more you wanted to say about this. Well,
2: that's already been uh, edited down into its own show on this feed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are subscribed to the Famicast feed, you will have got that already. Right. So you can enjoy that with like added music and uh, a few kind of technical hiccups that have been cut out, things mm-hmm. like that. But uh, yeah, then the, the Four guys were, were kind enough to mention us on their show, which was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seems like they enjoyed themselves, and we enjoyed ourselves, and it seems like they're up for doing it every year, you know, going forward. We haven't pissed them off, so they don't want to do it ever again. Yeah.
0: I'll get
1: back to work on that. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's coming. That's coming very soon, so.
2: <laughs> well, you know, if A4 Plays start having a game called, you know, Real or Not, or something like that, or something along those lines, you know, that uh, Ties had an influence on their show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, I'll be as mad as the guy I stole it from.
2: <laughs> Which is about two different British TV shows from the 70s, I might add. <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it's true.
1: I know, we we we've, we've discussed this before. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess with all that said, we're going to go ahead and take a very quick break here and move on to new business. And James is going to go ahead and kick us off with new business
2: Woo. Well I've got some new business which doesn't involve me playing anything But I do have some exciting new business So um, the now that the two year beta period of the Wii U is over <laughs> I finally feel comfortable to buy one That means so, beta uh, for you guys out there that speak normal English There you go, thanks for translating I feel <laughs> like beta, what the hell is that? Yeah um, we also say beta max, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Oh God, really? <laughs> I was wondering. That's <laughs> that's
1: cool. Question mark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got an American Spidey sense for that kind of thing. <laughs> nice. It's years of talking to Americans and they're like you know, don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I um I started browsing the interwebs for good deals in um. Back in the UK, because I think I've mentioned it before. I think I've decided. I decided a while back to get a European uh, console this this time around. Because um, I mean, I've kind of swung back all over the place. I mean, I obviously I grew up buying PAL systems because you know I didn't have the money to import stuff and didn't even know about importing stuff really. I'm not a Greg Leahy who somehow at the age of 11 knew to import a Super Famicom. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe his family were onto it or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I didn't really know about any of that stuff back then. Um, so, yeah, I suffered through the worst, you know, droughts ever. You know, the, the PAL SNES was, you know, pretty bad for, like, you know, RPGs and, you know, Chrono Trigger not coming out, mm-hmm. Mario RPG not coming out, all that kind of stuff, which I've complained about billions of times and have just done again just now. Uh, <laughs> but then when it came around to the, you know, the N64 was kind of like this, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, you know, fuck this. And for the GameCube, I just imported a Japanese one because mm-hmm. um, it came out way earlier. had, you know, Smash Brothers, which is you know, timely to talk about. Um, yeah. And Smash Brothers Melee was in English all on the disc so it was like no hassle to you know i didn't know any japanese at that point Mm -hmm. um uh so that was you know no hassle to import that and that was when uh what was it called licksang does Mm -hmm. anyone remember that website yeah yes god rest its soul um (laughs) it was the best truly and uh yeah sony closed it down by the way hashtag never forget (laughs) yeah
0: and i've never forgiven them for that yeah
2: fuck those guys Because they didn't want great imports of PSPs because, you know, (laughs) like, you know, that was actually probably helping the PSP sales, you know, globally more than anything. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So, you know, they shot themselves in the foot. So they probably deserved that. But anyway, um, so, yeah, that was an awesome website. got my Japanese, you know, multi-region, actually. It had a nice switch at the back so I could play, even play American games, too. So, which also, i might
1: add i am the owner of that gamecube now yeah yeah
2: you now own that uh partially broken game yeah it's, it's sitting
1: in my closet it's still broken
0: <laughs> um, i have one too um i actually had it modified through NCSX, i believe yeah yeah, that's yeah good there's site. a nice yeah. little button and everything
2: yeah is it a switch or have you got the reset button one
0: It's a button that clicks down and then you press again, it it pops back out.
2: Oh, okay. Slightly different from mine. Mine's a literal switch. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Hey, yeah. I think later on they replaced it, they actually just incorporated it with the reset button. If you just reset the system, it flicked the region. Hmm. So that was the kind of the best. That was the final, you know, third generation of the uh, region modding that they did towards Hmm. the end of the, the system. But anyway. So, yeah, obviously I enjoyed um, importing American games because, you know, compared to the prices in England, you know, it was actually cheaper to import American games and Japanese mm. games than Woo! buy, than buy <laughs> in England, which is, you know, kind of crazy if you think about it. Um, So, yeah, I got like, you know, Metroid Prime, I got the American one, but, you know, Smash, I got the Japanese one. I got whatever came out first. You couldn't read it because there's no U's and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah prime has, should have at least two U's in it in england <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was an awesome awesome time the gamecube was like you know a very uh, enjoyable time i had you know access to all the games that i wanted you know as uh, much earlier than any of my friends in england which was uh, pretty cool
0: were you smug about it
2: you couldn't believe how smug I was about that good (laughs) especially metroid prime because i think it came out like almost a year earlier in the u.s (laughs) oh man oh man so it's pretty bad for them um so yeah and then when it came around to the wii uh, obviously it kind of made sense to keep going with that theme Uh, unfortunately there wasn't there wasn't a mod straight out the gate so i had to choose i thought oh you know i'll just go for the american one because i had maybe like 60 percent american games 40 percent japanese and i had the uh, what do you call it the freeloader mm-hmm. right so the freeloader works you know so i could play all the games anyway but then nintendo in the infinite wisdom decided to block the freeloader so for a, for a good while i couldn't play about 40 percent of my gamecube games <laughs> which was quite annoying but you know i had still had my gamecube for that so And then, you know, things started to uh, go a bit pear-shaped with uh, Nintendo of America. Uh, Things started getting pretty shitty and games started not coming out and being late or, you know, worse and things like that. And, you know, I was getting slightly pissed off with uh, Reggie by the end of the Wii's life. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So this generation, I thought, you know, fuck it. NOE have really booked up their ideas and they are probably doing things a lot better than NOA at the moment. You know, they got better deals, you know, you know, things like the cross cross buy thing that Guillaume mentioned on the last uh, episode of RFN, the <laughs> with, Squid Squid's yes. Odyssey thing. Yeah, so with the one game. But I mean still that's the one, better than, that's <laughs> better the than game, none yeah. in any other region. Yeah, well it's just you know, Reggie just straight up said, No, not allowed. That's <laughs> not allowed in NOA, you know, and you know but just like the special editions that you are doing and, you know, Just so much uh, many better offers. And just also financially, you know, I have access to British money because I'm British. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievably. So, you know, it just makes a lot more sense. You know, I can ask friends and family to send me games a lot easier. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't have uh, people I can trust in America because, you know, no one's trustworthy. I was going to say, well, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. What I mean, I don't have family or whatever in the States, right? So, yeah. Long story short, no, long story long, <laughs> uh, I decided to get a European Wii U and uh, yeah, I found this uh, good deal on uh, Amazon UK. It was like 250 for the, the Mario Kart premium bundle. You know, well, it's just the deluxe model with Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, 250 was okay, and I think I had like a 10 pound voucher off. Mm-hmm. and. Then this weird thing happened. I put it in my basket. It said uh, 240. And then I clicked on the shipping address. And I uh, I, I was initially going to send it to my parents and get them to send it to me, resend it to me in Japan. Because, you know, I don't know if you know, you've, you've probably experienced this. You try and buy stuff on Amazon.com or whatever, and it just refuses to send it to Japan. Sure right? You know, it definitely happens with games. I mean, games right. are pretty much, you know, a big no-no.
1: Right, I mean, it, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but most of the time, yeah. yeah.
2: It, it, Maybe PlayStation games are better for that? It, 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 it,
1: it Sometimes it depends on, like, what company is releasing the game and, like, all that type of stuff. Sometimes it's, like, a first-party type of thing, then hell no. If it's a Nintendo game,
2: yeah, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, I just, like, I was almost kind of laughing to myself as I tried to um, send it to my Japanese address I was like yeah this is a good joke ha 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 let's go and tweet a screenshot of it you know the red text that's about to come up <laughs> and then it said accepted I was <laughs> like
0: what, <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like
2: you're gonna send this to Japan and then I looked at the shipping cost and it was like eight pounds <laughs> which <laughs> is like you know about a thousand yen and then I went Wood, again, <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason the the tax that we pay called VAT in the, in the UK, um, I don't know what you call it in the States, like consumption tax or something or whatever you call it. In Japan, it's like 8% at the moment, right? So for some reason, the tax didn't show up and it was like 0% tax. So the price went down to 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was 195 pounds. So this like 250 pound bundle, I was now getting for 195 pounds sent to Japan. And I just honestly, I thought that I'd broken Amazon or something. You <laughs> probably I st- did. <laughs> I still don't understand how it happened. So I sent it to my home and yeah, just yeah, literally a couple of hours before recording the show, it arrived. it's Hmm. just like how how did this happen i just you know i was expecting a brick in the box with a sign you know this with a post-it note stuck in it like haha sucker you thought you had it for that price (laughs) but um, (laughs) no it really did come and it's it's exactly what i ordered and it's amazing and i've got the smash on pre-order uh which i think comes out like in the next couple of days in the in europe
1: i think it's like in the next couple of
2: hours if not right now yeah yeah, you could be right next couple of hours so you know and so i managed to get that and uh, mario u new super mario brothers u for like 10 pounds (laughs) wow brand new which i don't know that game just i don't know nobody wants it anymore whatever no it's, it's still a good game that's a really good deal yeah, yeah. So I got like Smash and Mario Brothers U for like sixty pounds, uh, delivered to Japan uh, via another shop, um, huh. Rakuten. I don't know. Yeah, do you know Rakuten? Of course. Yeah, it's, it's big in Japan, but you know, for some reason they now have, they've gone worldwide, and Rakuten has become a thing in the UK. I don't know about the states. <laughs> it's just very bizarre to hear a Japanese shop, you know, with .co.uk at the end of it. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it's not a big thing in in America. (laughs) Because I, yeah, I I don't think so.
2: Yeah, and uh, they offered uh, free delivery to Japan, which I don't know. Maybe it's because it's owned by a Japanese company or something. I don't know. (laughs) So -hmm. I got, yeah, I got that. Yeah, like like I said, sixty pounds for those two games with uh, free delivery. So, (laughs) so in total, I got uh, the bundle. I got Mario Kart 8, Smash, and Mario Brothers for 260 wow which you even to this day you cannot you know combined price is probably somewhere near 350 so i'm kind of confused and i'm also really really happy yeah with my purchase and like i said it just arrived so i haven't played any of the games and um, i'm gonna buy a japanese uh, uh, ac adapter to make sure it doesn't explode Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, if anyone, if there are any British people listening who live in Japan, you know, all one of you that may be listening. um, (laughs) I think that there's at least one guy who's who's listening. Um, I contacted Nintendo UK and said, uh, I sold them some bullshit story. I was like, Yeah, I've got this friend who's like going to Japan next year and he was wondering if his Wii U works in Japan. And they said, Yeah, if you buy it japanese ac adapter and plug it in to the british wii u it'll it will work and we mm-hmm. actually recommended that
1: mm-hmm.
2: instead of one of those little travel adapter things mm-hmm. you know buy the proper ac adapter so i'm gonna do that to no i
1: sure. you know my, my first time i ever went to europe i i brought my Wii. It was around the time that Wii first came out and i you know just wanted to play with my friends and um yeah my ac adapter got completely fried in europe because <laughs> i was just using an american one and it was just completely destroyed
2: with a little travel adapter thing
1: no with no travel adapter I was stupid <laughs> what were wait, you thinking hold on maybe just it okay. in? hold on let me let me think Does about this for fit? a second because you know what i no. okay <laughs> <laughs> most about, most about <laughs> okay now you probably don't believe me thing. because now i'm like backtracking and stuff right but now i think i might have actually had one maybe from a friend but it just it still got fried and i was like this is weird so i had to buy another one And then, like, literally four days after I got back from that trip, I went to Japan to come and live.
2: (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, there you go. I know some people don't like, you know, stories about how you got stuff. So, I'm sorry if that bored you to tears. But, you know, that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: Hmm, Cool. You lucked out on Amazon.
2: Yeah. 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 Thanks, Amazon.
0: Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Maybe I'll try to order a random thing from the U.S. sooner or later.
2: Yeah, you might be lucky. And it might go through hmm. or I might have ruined it for everybody by telling on a podcast, <laughs> and they they blocked it. <laughs>
0: we'll just edit it out, yeah, yeah it's last twenty minutes, mm-hmm.
2: and that's how I got a Wii u legally in Japan. they <laughs> yeah, edit that edit to that point,
1: <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. cool. Well, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your impressions of the system. I mean, you know, we've obviously, James, you and I, we've played my Wii U at your place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's right. different to have your own, you know, so you can just kind of just take your time and do what you want to do with it and stuff. And you got some pretty cool games to play. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing
2: your impressions about it, man. Yeah, there's some, there's some crazy deals on on games these days as well, like, you know. Launch release titles are now you know like eight quid or stuff like that, brand new. <laughs> so yeah. I'll probably be able to get you know a lot more games than I would have. Zombie U for like new. one yeah, year yeah, yeah like Zombie one U is ridiculously cheap at the moment. It's like <laughs> I, I think I saw it for like six ninety nine. Oh man, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Hmm. Some reason Luigi U is still it's it's more expensive than Mario U. I don't understand that. But wow. <laughs> But yeah, definitely some smash uh, impressions next next episode. Yeah. For for sure. Cool.
1: I'm true. All right, cool. Well, uh, James, thanks for that. We'll go ahead and take one more quick musical break. and On the other side, we'll be back with some more new business. And Ty is going to go ahead and continue, well, talk about some more new business here.
0: Yeah, new business, serious business. <laughs> N- not really. It's been the same old fighting games as always. <laughs> but, uh, oh, well, I got I brought back a, some Nintendo 64 games from the States. I think I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Played a couple of them at a final round at the, you know, just a little casual station set up. It's fun. Um. But, okay, there's a game I'm going to be playing tomorrow that I'm very excited about. Hey-o. yo, is the arcade version mm. of Skullgirls. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. Boom!
2: What?
0: Yeah, arcade version of Skullgirls is doing a lo- t- location test this weekend in Tokyo. Mm. And maybe also Osaka, I'm not sure. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah. Like it's it's amazingly rare for um an American game to get an arcade release in Japan. Mm-hmm. Am I right?
2: Yeah, for real. Killer Instinct.
0: <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> never never got a J- Japan release other really? than Yeah, other than arcade operators that imported it. Hmm.
2: There was never any uh, Kira Instinct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. Well, Damn. the Xbox One version officially has a Japan release. Right? Yeah, I played played it in Japanese. Hmm.
2: What's uh, orchard called?
0: <laughs> Did you just say it with that with the ch sound? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: That's it. Uh, that's the original uh, British pronunciation. No it isn't.
0: Don't bullshit me. We're not laughing with you, we're <laughs> laughing
2: at you. You've been
0: exposed <laughs> as a
2: fraud.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, well, what's TJ uh, TG Combo called then? Stop it. <laughs> Next you're telling me is not called Sinder. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I, I have my own nicknames for a lot of the characters. Like, you know, Fulgore is basically a ripoff of the Predator. And mm-hmm. then Saber Wolf, like, I'll just call him, like, Air Bud or Dr. Dogballs or whatever. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, Skullgirl's arcade version is coming up very soon. Location test. I'm going to go play it tomorrow and probably tweet about it a lot. So... I'll have already tweeted about it by the time the listeners are listening to this. Well, right. oh, there it is. Yeah. There you go. So, um, <laughs> though, you, uh, funny you should mention Killer Instinct, the new character came out a couple days ago. His name is Con He He's like a mummy guy. Mum Ra. Con uh, But, yeah, he feels like a Guilty Gear character they accidentally put in Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of traps, a lot of weird things, a lot of setups and long-range throws and long-range normals. And, yeah, he's weird.
2: <laughs> he can only be de- defeated by a lion man with a sword. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I-, I feel like... um. All right, so Killer Instinct uh, got a new developer for the second season. And, you know, they're a bunch of fighting game guys. Like, the main guy is Keats. Um, And I feel like uh, they're basically trying to make the the most complicated, wet dream fighting game characters they can. (laughs) So... I, I think they said like Conrad is like give be the most complicated one they released in season 2. Mm-hmm. Um I hope so. It's like yeah, you you can make some really weird characters like like Maya had all has like these unique resources and stuff. And TJ Combo has like all the the off the wall recapture stuff. So, like, I want to see if by the end of season two they can actually make like a simple character that beginners can play. Hmm. Would be nice. So
2: his yeah. uh, spinel, easy character. <laughs> Stop it! Well. Stop <laughs> it! His name is Skeletor. Okay. <laughs> 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 what about Glados? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love Crisco and Folgers <laughs> and Orchard. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't hate him or anything. I think he's cool, but it does seem weird. I think that's what they're going for. Cool. But uh, other than fighting games, I've been playing, you know, random Xbox One arcade games. Like, okay, a difference between the Xbox One and the 360 they have for downloadables, is as far as I can tell, there's uh, a policy in place where all the downloadable arcade games and stuff, they all have to be a 1,000 achievement points, huh. like, pre-DLC. Mm-hmm. And that has led to some weird situations where, like... Um, are, are you guys familiar with Pinball FX2? Uh,
2: should I be? Is that an iPad game?
0: <laughs> mm, it might be out on iPad I don't know it's basically
2: i think I've seen it on the iPad on the App Store Yeah,
0: yeah. it is basically a pinball game and you just buy the game is free but you buy uh, each of the yeah, boards Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah So like on 360 like you know you'll get like 50 available achievement points in a board or whatever mm-hmm. But as far as I know because of the policy they have the the version on Xbox 1 there's like a free board that comes with it now, and you can get a thousand achievement points off of that one board.
2: Hmm. Okay, I, I have a legitimate question for you, Xbox people. So that when, would be me going from going from, like, <laughs> from three hundred and sixty, where obviously you probably have hundreds, if not thousands, of you know Xbox Live arcade games and you know all those downloadable games and stuff, and obviously nothing carries over to Xbox.
0: Actually actually some things do yeah pinball fx2 all the boards carry over
2: okay that that they've ported at least but when you go to the xbox live store on the xbox one it's obviously it's pretty bare bones compared to the 360 right
0: yeah not a lot of games out yet
2: right 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 so are you are you intending on keeping your 360 you know until it bites the dust kind of thing
0: yeah, I mean, I still have, like, all my old consoles going back to the 80s, so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, actually, if you have uh, both consoles, it's a pretty sweet deal because you can use your, you have your one, like, universal Xbox Live account, and you're able to get the free games on both systems. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you get two free games a month on 360 and Xbox One, so, like, you're paying 50 bucks a year, probably less if you bought your card off at of amazon and right. uh right. so and you're getting like four free games a month
2: you know you know i actually appreciate the way microsoft do things as opposed to sony you know i mean <clears throat> i think i'm more interested in the ps4 as a the console but like the way they do ps plus you know they say everything is free but as, you have to keep subscribing for it to remain free Yeah, you know, if you stop subscribing, you lose everything, right? Right. But with Xbox Live, they seem to give you the games straight up, right?
0: That's right.
2: And uh, you know, if you don't subscribe or you know whatever your subscription runs out, you still can play the games.
0: That's right. And you can just re-download them whenever you want because they're on your account.
2: Because if there's a game that I really want and I want to keep, I wouldn't get the the free PS Plus version. I would I would like to buy it at a discount so I can you know have it forever. As opposed to just getting it temporarily free, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a member of PlayStation Plus, and I guess mm-hmm. <clears throat> it it just depends on kind of how long you intend to do PlayStation Plus. How long? I mean, you know, if you have a game that's not relatively long or anything like that, you can just beat it and be done with it or whatever. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely see that. Where I, I'm very much in the same vein where I like having something and being able to have it all the time.
2: <laughs> it's, it's good for the uh, throwaway games on on PS Plus. If there's something like you kind of mildly interested in, it's like you know, you know, download it for free, play it, you know, whatever, delete it. Who gives a shit? Everything on my Vita. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go.
2: Yeah, but if it's something like legitimately cool, like something like Journey or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you you wouldn't want to get that for free. In mm-hmm. quotation marks, you probably want to have that to, for keepsies, right?
1: Right, and I, I'm actually coming up on. Having to renew my PlayStation Plus account for the first time, and you know I have some cool games on my PS3 that I haven't really had a chance to play. I, some of them, in the case like again, like like uh, Shadow of the Colossus HD remake. I you know I played that back in the day. It's a, it's a really cool game, and it's actually good to be able to play the game in uh, a proper frame rate where it's not like ten frames a second or something. You know, right
2: with a frame rate <laughs> with the frame rate. It's it's fun to play. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, even Nintendo in their bare bones, barely knowing that the internet exists ways, <laughs> um, at least, you know, those club Nintendo coins you can get, you know, VC games and stuff, and, you know, you can keep them, right? They're yours. Right, like right. If you, if you trade in your coins or whatever. Right. And all the, the cash back from the deluxe promotion, you know, that's real money that you can buy real games with, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, pretend money. Uh, runs out if you don't subscribe to something right right oh by the way my uh, Wii U does have a deluxe subscription thing in it so <laughs> I'll probably go, I'm probably gonna be one of like the last guys ever it's like this is ending it. in two weeks exactly fuck you yeah <laughs> I think I've got like a month, is it a month or something? basically <laughs> it's December it basically at the end it says fuck you Nintendo yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We fuck you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'll probably just try and buy, like, well, I hope Shovel Knight comes out in Europe before the end of the year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it's coming out soon. Right? Last on the list of countries, unfortunately. Mm.
0: I hope someone gifts me that on Steam. (laughs) Oh, that and. Oh, shoot. Lethal League. Have you guys seen this game, Lethal League? No, I have not.
1: Is
2: it football?
0: <laughs> no, it, it's it's very similar to Smash Brothers. It's like it's like a four player fighting game, but it's not. <laughs> like you you can't actually attack the other players. What there is <laughs> is that there's a ball, and <laughs> you hit the ball, and the ball ricochets off the walls, ceiling, and floor. And if you get hit by the ball, you die, <laughs> and so it beca- and every time it gets hit, it goes faster, so it's kind of like like going into the bathroom and driving a golf ball as hard as you can <laughs> <laughs> except with four people in it <laughs> and it's it it's really cheap on steam. it is fun as heck, and I do not have my own copy yet
2: oh. Did you guys ever play that game like in the nineties? It it was kind of like um a mixture between American football, but like it was in the future and you threw like it was like a metal ball and it's like from a top down perspective. It was on like, you know, the PC or whatever.
0: Sounds very familiar. Oh,
2: man. what was it called? It was something ball. Like Blitzball or something, or oh, Deathball or something like that. You say,
1: Blitzball. We're getting the Fun Fantasy Ten category. Teenager, teenager. Oh right, yeah. so. maybe that's. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it, I know it was something like that. It's on the tip of my yeah. tongue.
2: It was huge in um, in Europe, maybe less so in the States, but um, yeah, there were there's quite a few versions of it going around, and I thought that was a really fun sports, but not really a sports game, <laughs> you know, in the same way NBA Jam isn't really a, you know. A a basketball simulation. (laughs) Right. It's way better. It's way better. Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right. Yeah, Yeah. I believe that wraps up my new business.
1: Cool. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break, and then I'll go ahead and close this out on the other side. All right, now I'm here to close out new business. Um, not really much coming from my end. Uh, this is kind of like what James and I had talked about in the last uh, live episode of the of the Famicast. I've been playing a bit of uh, Captain Toad, and um, actually, just last night, I beat the final mission in, like, the single-player mode, and, um, you know, like I had mentioned in the live episode, you know, it starts out pretty easy, where these missions really aren't that tough to get through, and... You know, like I said, you're you're kind of searching for these diamonds or gems or whatever the heck they're going to translate that to whenever it comes out in the, the English uh, regions and stuff. But, uh, I mean, that, that's part of the challenge Cause, I mean, you can get through the levels in basically no time and just grab the star and just be done with it. But, you know, kind of the challenge is you know, getting these three gems in each level. And then at the same time, too, there's like an additional objective that you're trying to get to. Like sometimes, hey, collect this amount of coins or do this or that. Don't get hit by this enemy. Kill all these enemies, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, that that's the type of thing that can help you build up more time when you're actually playing this game. And, um, you know, I I think in the whole game... Minus like the, the ex, extra stages, like I said, that are from Super Mario 3D World, which I have unfortunately not had a chance to actually go through yet. But I've only missed two of the gyms out of probably like over 150 or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I've been kind of seriously playing the crap out of this game. And, um, yeah, like I said, like basically the last 10 stages of the game are actually pretty freaking challenging. And, I mean, one of them, it's it's, it's kind of a thing where, uh, okay, let's say you're going, you're going up this platform, right? And there, there is like this poison water or something that is kind of creeping up as you're going up as well. And at the same time, there are like these ghosts and all this crap too, that are just kind of coming at you while you're trying to do this, not fall in this, you know, this poison water and trying to, you know, make sure you're going at a fast enough clip to not get killed. And, uh, you know, a lot of this type of stuff is, is kind of going on in later stages and stuff. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's really, really fun and um, really, really challenging towards the end. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you guys out there in the West are going to enjoy this game. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it, it's quite a bit different than, you know, your standard Mario fare. But if you enjoyed at all any of the stuff that you played in Super Mario 3D World with the Captain
2: Toad stages, I mean, yeah, you're going to be right at home. It's stuff's pretty cool. So. so so what percentage is the the Mario 3D World levels? Of the game.
1: Oh, say? I think it's a pretty small percentage. Okay. I, I think there are literally are maybe about 70 stages that are Captain Toad, and then just maybe a handful that are actually Super Mario 3D World stages. So, right. But, yeah. Yeah, um, the,
2: yeah. you were worried about spoiling, if that was a spoiler last time. And, right. Uh, and uh, John Ricciardi on the A 4 made exactly the same. Uh, kind of <laughs> spoilery statement, so mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much out there now. <laughs> okay, well everybody knows. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's
1: I haven't played all of them, but there seems to be, I don't know, less than twenty stages that are Super Mario 3D World, and maybe maybe around ten. I I, I don't know because I haven't done them all yet, but you know, somewhere between that, and then the rest are basically kind of original stages that are really fun and really creative at some times. So How many hours
2: do you think you put into it?
1: I checked, and actually, I think eleven hours okay. um, doing it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, considering it's a it's a discounted game, and you know that type of thing, I mean, that's not bad at all, and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, why not? But
2: that's good. That's that's kind of my uh, my kind of range, you know. Like right, it's A it, 10, 10, 15 hour game, that sounds... I was
1: going right to say, lovely. even with Super Mario 3D World, I mean, I, okay, I did not go through and do a, like, all of the secrets, <laughs> the secret stuff, but I mean, yeah. I think I still sunk about 10 or 11 hours into the game. So, I mean, hey, and that's a full price game, <laughs>
2: you know? <laughs> right, right, so. right. How, how far did you get in New Super Mario, Mario Brothers? U? Fuck, man, I quit playing it.
1: Well, I quit playing the game like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I got about halfway through it, and then I just kind of just quit playing. And you know, maybe, maybe sometime soon, maybe I'll just start playing with my girlfriend. Um, she seems to be a little bit more into like two D games. It's not as complicated, right. and cool. she. I yeah. think
2: we were suffering from a bit of fatigue there because didn't New Super Mario Brothers two on the 3ds come out like a month before that or something? Well, like basically,
1: it? yeah, basically came out like in August, and then you know the Wii U came out in December, November in the states. So, yeah, definitely a very limited time <laughs> there uh, for a, a
2: breather. So another good reason to wait two years for getting a Wii U. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, fresh for me. I think the last, yeah, the last game I. New Mario Brothers game I played it was like yeah the 3ds one, which oh, I didn't okay. really like that much anyway. Oh. <laughs> I think you we know, complained about it for yeah like, two I think, episodes.
1: I remember I, I wrote a review about it back in the day too for yeah. New Super Mario Brothers uh, two on the 3ds, and you know I thought fundamentally you know it, it, it's a good game and you know there's nothing wrong with like the controls, it's just like the constant reuse of themes and music and all that type of crap. It, it's just really lazy and disappointing you well, know, more than maybe, anything
2: it'd be a good point to mention that on the site we're doing these um re- ah, review revisits revisits that's the one there you go yeah and you know it, it definitely got me thinking you know like you know some of the earlier games like you know 3d land and mario kart 7 mm-hmm. and yeah mario brothers 2 you know did we overrate slash underrate any of those games and you know i think with mario kart 7 for me especially um yeah, looking back on that, it wasn't that hot, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it was very forgetful. I mean, I think right. I was kind of enamored by it just from you know because it was new or whatever. But yeah, when I think back, I really I stopped playing that game quite abruptly. No, <laughs> and never yeah. went back.
1: Same for me. I mean, with with Mario Kart Seven, I think I only played total play time maybe five hours, six hours. It, it, I don't know. It just there's something about it I just couldn't get into like i could previous mario kart games like mario kart wii ds i played for hours and hours and hours and even mario kart uh eight i mean i've played quite a bit of it not as much as i have like ds or wii but definitely more than i did seven it's just something about it it's just more fun and just you know it's
2: so hard to put my finger on what exactly it is that is missing i mean yeah probably a lot of features were missing i think that was probably part of it sure I don't think there was anything fundamentally wrong with no, driving. yeah, exactly.
1: Fundamentally, think, so. like driving physics, whatever, all that type of crap, all that stuff was fine. It's just I, I don't know. I, I just yeah. found it hard to keep coming back and keep playing it. So. Yeah,
2: it was just the lack of modes. I think you know right. the lack of mission mode and the um, you know the online didn't really have much to do. And yeah, um, yeah, and the street pass was kind of a bit half arsed as well. I
1: don't even remember what the hell I did with it. That's how forgetful yeah. it was for me.
2: It was just kind of like... I think it was just like... It was like the ghosts thing, but it wasn't really the ghosts oh. of the people. It was kind of like faking it or whatever. It was uh, Yeah, very forgetful. Stupid. Yeah. Wild. Um, Ty, 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 are you still alive?
0: Yes, I am.
2: Are you playing <laughs> Mario Kart 8 at all?
0: Um, I got bored with it really fast. I haven't played it in <laughs> at least six weeks.
2: Okay. <laughs> So, but you'll switch on your Wii U for Smash, probably. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I talked about how I felt about Mario Kart 8 before. Right. Yeah, it yeah, it, it ended up being pretty dull because of the the severely lowered complexity of items, basically.
2: That's gotcha. gotcha, it, yeah. Right, I can see that. Only being able to hold one. Is another thing.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that I mean, that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely changes the the whole dynamic of the game. But
2: (laughs) yeah, I'm looking forward to delving in afresh, and uh, it's been a while since I played America game, and uh, looking forward to getting the DLC as well. Looks pretty Mm -hmm. cool playing as Link and all that shiz. Mm -hmm.
0: How much is the DLC?
2: Isn't it like? $8 $8 per
1: pack. Right. In Japan, you can get both together for 1,200 yen. So, I mean, you know, it's not too bad. Um, or, you know, like you said, basically 800 yen a pop. So. Yeah.
2: Hey, we've, we forgot to talk about amiibos. They're coming out. Who Next, cares? Well, <laughs> That's Ty done. So, Danny, what about you? You Bring know, one, uh, two, the whole uh, set.
1: After hearing a lot of people talk about it on podcasts and stuff, I was almost convinced that I needed every single one of them. <laughs> But then I started listening to reason and logic and realized yeah. that's stupid for me because, well, it realistically, I, I just want them just to have them. I, I'm a collector, man. I, I like collecting a lot of like random stuff. I mean, I, I collect a lot of – I have collected a lot of Star Wars action figures and just even like video game stuff too. Sometimes I just have this stuff and I just think to myself like, what am I doing with this? I don't even use <laughs> with this. With my life. Yeah, what am I doing with my life? And. That, that's kind of what it would get to with Amiibo. For me, I think if I, even if, because I mean, people are saying like you know in the states, you know, right now Marth is so rare and all this stuff. And I thought, man, I'll just get a Marth and I'll be awesome. Like, no, <laughs> I'll still be me with the Marth big fucking deal, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll buy the misprint Samus to flip it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: But you know, in in terms of actually like using them, I don't even know if I'd even want to use them. I kind of wanted to just have them just to have maybe a couple of them just for. I've decided.
2: Shell. I've decided to get one, mm-hmm. just as a, as a toy, slash to see what it does, kind of thing. Sure. You know? And just let my, you know, let my son play with it, you know, destroy as, it as, a, as an actual toy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna get the Yoshi one because mm-hmm. I like Yoshi is my favorite character. But ironically, I don't like using him in Smash Brothers, so <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just let him be the amiibo, you know, the figure player and make him get really strong but I'm personally never going to play as Yoshi because I think he's a bad Smash Brothers character but Mm. that's just my opinion fair enough cool and also it makes no sense in Mario Kart because you know having a Yoshi costume for your me when (laughs) when Yoshi is a playable character is kind of ridiculous you need a Yoshi costume for your me James (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't Mm -hmm. But uh, there you have it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that that, that pretty much does it for me for new business. Like I said, Captain Toad, it's cool. Coming out to the West soon, unless you're in Europe. (laughs) Not too soon. (laughs) Is it next year? I think it's, like, in early January. So, unfortunately, you guys out there have to wait a little bit longer. But you guys in the States, basically, when we're getting Smash Brothers, you'll be getting Captain Toad. So, hey.
2: You'll be ignoring Captain Toad. Yeah, so (laughs) you'll be ignoring Captain Toad.
1: But, um, yeah, so... that that pretty much does it for me like I said get Captain Charlie it's a lot of fun Um, but if you don't well continue to enjoy Smash Brothers (laughs) so
2: in stores um, now yes
1: so with that we'll go ahead and take another break and go ahead and move into the news Right, so, uh, a lot of different things, or well, maybe not so many different <laughs> things happening in Japan this <laughs> month, but uh, I, I thought we can go ahead and start things off with the Media Create sales numbers from November 17th to November
2: 23rd. All these the... weird games in the top 10 I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> what are these games? Why are they popular in Japan?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, we'll go ahead and start up with the weirdest one from uh, number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is actually Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on the Wii U. Uh, this is the second week that it was in the market. About thirteen thousand, almost fourteen thousand units, up to about forty-one thousand here. I don't think this actually, because these are the media crate sales. I don't believe this accounts for digital sales, but still, uh, it's not too strong for like a first-party published
2: and developed game. But you got to say the uh, Japanese title. It, what is it? it is, uh, Susume... Susu... Susume Kinopio Taicho, kinopio. which means "March onwards, Captain Kinopio." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's great.
1: Yeah, actually, I, I like the logo too because I'm, basically the logos are almost the same, except for you know, obviously replaced English with the Japanese mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, yeah, it still looks pretty cool in Japanese. But um, yeah, so I I don't know what to think of that. I mean, this is probably one of those games with long legs, so uh, I'm probably keep well, going. It's on still thing. number
2: ten. Yeah, I mean, it's good. still yeah yeah yeah. You got a point pretty there. Good. And then skipping up to number eight is uh, Smash on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16,000, mm-hmm. totaling 1.7 million. Right. In Japan alone. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. For real. Uh, number seven, Yokai Watch 2.1 mm-hmm. and 2.2. <laughs> is it is 2.3 coming out again? yeah it's think, coming out
1: yeah. it's coming out in december actually i saw the name it is not just yokai watch 2 3 or whatever the hell you said the other day <laughs> it's like there's um, I, I, I yes i i literally saw like the name the other day and i'm blanking on what it actually was but no that third version is coming out and i think mid-december or something so well
2: it's I mean, ganso honke so it's probably like elmo
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that, Elmo. <laughs> Elmo's coming out, and you know, yeah, this thing's going—it's it's still going pretty strong here. That that particular week, seventeen thousand units up to about two point eight million. So, yeah, level five, making a, a pretty penny off this stuff for sure. You know, so. if
2: you go into a Japanese supermarket on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. you'll more than likely see a huge line of kids and parents lined up, like before the supermarket opens. Mm-hmm. and every single one of them is waiting to buy the next batch of yokai Watch medals or uh, the watch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is just insane.
1: Yeah, and man, I mean, you know, I remember going back to America in 2011, and I remember people talking about, you know, angry birds are everywhere, and I'm like, really? And then I went back, and I was like, oh, they're angry birds, band-aids, angry birds, blah, 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 angry birds, you know, plush toys. Basically, that's the type of thing with yokai watch. I mean, you see this stuff all over the place—band aids, plush toys, everywhere. I mean, you know, lunches. I mean, just potato chips. Yeah, last whatever.
0: weekend I was in Tokyo. So many mm-hmm. UFO catchers filled with yokai watch stuff.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I tweeted a picture uh, a few weeks back of a yokai watch sausage. <laughs> I believe that is very real. <laughs> there is no hashtag on that photo. It's this is, just presented without comment. <laughs> yes,
1: this is not a fake or real. You don't have to guess. Oh,
2: get your, your get your yokai
1: watch sausages, kids. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I've been in Japan yeah. for too long. I didn't even question it. I think we all have actually <laughs> at this
1: point. It's ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on up the list, Monster Hunter 4G, otherwise known as Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate in the west for 3ds about twenty-eight thousand units up to about 2.1 million here Damn. um so yeah that's still chugging along and that just came out october like october 11th same day as 3d new 3ds um <laughs> uh, as one would <laughs> what, what was that no um what <laughs> <laughs> i might have it might have been a combination of a burp and <laughs> gastric bypass <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> <laughs> I didn't think
2: you'd hear that. <laughs> well wow, lots lots of outtakes this episode. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So um, moving on to number two, um which is stupid because it's also the same as number one, but it's not. <laughs> but number two is o- Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire dual pack. So that means it's both games. So mm-hmm. if both games are in the pack and it sold ninety thousand, that's like another hundred and eighty thousand. I guess onto the total sales. Yeah, I don't know good, how this right? is calculated. It's weird. So I guess this is for like your brother and sister duo, right? Or right.
1: I mean, you know, literally, assembly. this is a this is a two
2: pack of the game, and they're just counting it as a separate skew. So or for just nerds who want to <laughs> to connect their two three DSs that they you know, they own and pretty much share with themselves. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much the extent of it. Because number one is just the main two games, which sold 1.3 million in its opening week. Holy shit, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: There's a Pokemon, Pokemon game every year now, and it, and they still I, sell this well. It's just, oh right. man. and at it's the brilliant.
1: time of from like this this sales data, I mean, it came out on the 21st, and this stuff runs to the 23rd, so it's only a couple of days. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, it's fucking crazy. So. But that—that's Pokemon. I mean, it's just, it still has that reach, and it's kind of crazy to still see that even all these years later, even when new things like Yo Kai Watch are cropping up, and you know, Monster Hunter is a big thing. It's Pokemon still fucking powerhouse. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: isn't it? Right around the twentieth anniversary of Pokemon. Basically, yeah. How old um, do you feel?
1: Oh God! Don't say that, <laughs> man. Uh, wow. In yeah. Japan. In, in Japan. I, th- I thought it game? was 1995. I think it was, when it was the first release.
0: Yeah, it's like around there. I don't know exactly when.
1: 95, 96. One of those two. You guys out there listening to the podcast are like, you fucking nerds, it's 1996.
2: <laughs> maybe. Well, I, I don't think it came out in in Europe till like no, maybe it, 99 or something.
1: It didn't come out in the U.S. till 98. And, and it was like October 98. And I mean, it was a good time. I mean, I... 'Cause they you know, at the time they did the anime and the, they had some mm. special manga and Nintendo Power and it was really cool, just like thinking about like what all this could be. I was super hyped and totally bought into it. My brother got blue, I got red, and oh man, it was a blast.
2: Yeah, I had blue.
1: Oh.
2: I was in uh university. <laughs> first oh, year well, of university. I was in I was in high school, first year of high school, so <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um RFN just had exactly the same conversation between Lindy and uh, James Jones right? Lindy was like
1: hey I was like 45 years old James Jones was like hey I was in 6th grade <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lindy's graduating from his uh, his uh, university <laughs> while James Jones is uh, playing it in kindergarten <laughs> right. it's true yeah. he's old yeah well <laughs> <laughs> that's the god, joke
1: god bless john lindeman
2: <laughs> so onto hardware i guess
1: right right so i guess we'll we'll go ahead and break it down you know you know 3ds is still on top uh this week Eighty eight thousand uh that particular week uh breaking it down the new 3ds uh the ll the xl as it's called in the west uh forty two thousand units it's actually kind of surprisingly so the uh new 3ds the standard version was actually about twenty six thousand, so a bit of an increase from the previous week and also from the previous podcast where it was just kind of in the shitter
2: (laughs) but take take your stupid face place and shove them up your ass (laughs) (laughs) at the same
1: same time face place or none i mean you know the, the 3ds the basic 3ds ll and the regular 3ds unit uh, 3DS-LL going through about 11,000, and then the normal 3DS, I'm talking OG here, uh, you know, 8,000. So, I mean, there's somewhere where they're still getting some suckers for these old units.
2: Yep. Um, Let's go ahead and say it, 8,144 complete idiots. <laughs> morons, absolute morons. Yeah, so that, that's still why, a why thing. How do you get the ice cream sandwich when you've got the Super Famicom right next to it?
1: Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, who knows what's actually going on there, but it's happening regardless. So, uh, at the same time, uh, Wii U, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's been a strong outing. Has it ever been? (laughs) Especially here in Japan. Hey, skipping
2: Uh, over the biggest news here. 360 outsold the PSP. Hey! (laughs) 100 360s sold this week. And only yes. 11 PS... 11 PSPs? That's weird.
1: Yeah, why... Why would they even keep track of that few? <laughs> That's just yeah. bizarre. You might as well just list the guy's names. <laughs> yeah,
2: no kidding. Like, this guy this guy bought it. Just this guy got it. Them.
1: Here's his address. Just go get him.
2: <laughs> but, you know, you can't diss the PSP. It still is the highest selling system in Japan, so... Right. But it's weird, though. It's still hanging on there. <laughs> Yeah. I guess barely. people are moving on to PS Vita now, I guess. Uh is it does I mean, it come down in price or something? I don't know. No. <laughs> no I, I, there's, there's a couple of kids in my school are still playing PSP like Monster Hunter 1 or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kinda of weird, but there you go.
1: Yeah. Well I mean, you know, speaking of Vita and I guess PS4 as well, uh this particular week the PS4 was above the Wii U, as was the Vita. Uh, PS4 at about 12,000, Vita about ten, uh, Wii U coming in at about 9,600 units, down a little bit from the previous week, um, and it's really, really close to hitting 2 million
2: lifetimes a date here in Japan, so. Uh, I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting, it's next, next, well, yeah, next episode definitely we're going to have the smash date. Yeah, maybe. sure. It, Amiibos and all that kind of good stuff that Japanese people like. It so. may rock it up. right and if it doesn't
0: that will be very telling i think yeah Yeah, i think so too i think it will though
1: yeah
2: definitely if little figurines and smash brothers don't sell the wii u in japan then yeah just pack up now just close down nintendo i think like i said during
0: uh the the telethon i'm not gonna buy any (laughs) amiibos but (laughs) or whatever they're called right but I I will get every single one that shows up in UFO catchers. <laughs>
2: you guys yeah. think I'm joking, but I'm not. No, I totally believe you. In... Well, they are going to do cheaper versions, right? So, you know, I could I could easily see the, the cheap ones showing up in those kind of things.
0: <laughs> or even the capsule toy machines, maybe. Mm-hmm. I
2: wonder. 100 yen. If they come down to 100, 200 yen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, even 500 yen. I, w- I could see dispensers for those.
2: Right. Yeah, good point. Right. That could be a good way of selling them. I mean, yeah. yeah. They just charge like a premium price in the capsule machines. And- yeah, and
0: you can make people buy the same one over and over. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can yeah. get eight bullet bill amiibos and uh, put them <laughs> all in the trash when you get home. <laughs> yeah, why not?
0: I'm going to shoot myself <laughs> with a real bullet bill. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well.
1: <laughs> well. Uh, that that pretty much does it for the software and hardware uh, sales. Um, I thought we can maybe run down a little bit of some of the stuff that's been coming out recently on the eShop on both the 3DS and the Wii U. Um, so that's um, the end
2: of this segment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> at least when we're talking about 3ds and Virtual Console, yes, as you know, we talked about on the live show, 3ds VC is dead. It still is dead. That hasn't really changed. Um, you know, the Virtual Console is still going pretty strong in the US. I'll go ahead and read off the first. Maybe. Oh
2: man, this is brilliant. This is the the most fun part of the news segment. Reading up the crazy Japanese titles of everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made sure to put the Japanese titles oh, yeah, in too. Here we go. So I'll go ahead and just read off the first 3 maybe James or Ty you you can follow me up or something but uh...
2: I want the first 3.
1: Okay, James, actually yeah, go go,
0: for, go Everybody for it. Everybody wants that first one there.
2: Yeah, everyone's yeah. the first two are great. Yeah. So first one is a uh, the Famicom the classic the the classic Famicom game, Nuts and Milk. Yo! <laughs> I looked this
0: up on YouTube. It looks like a Donkey Kong Jr. ROM hack
2: yeah I, I believe I'm just imagining the uh the front cover here and i hope i'm wrong
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I believe it's a it's a namco joint type of thing
0: no i think it was hudson it's hudson okay i think so yeah okay I'm
2: i think i've wrong. seen this game in in uh in super potato before isn't it like uh two cute little characters on the front yeah
1: something like that yeah I, I watched I watched the video on the Wii U just to see the gameplay because like, I forgot because it's came out on 3DS months and months ago and I was like what the fuck
0: I, I, I <laughs> think know? one is like the rival and one is you and you have to uh, bait around the the retarded AI that just
2: walks at you and <laughs> you have to bust his nuts to get the milk yes <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh man this does look like donkey kong and then it? you
0: rescue your girlfriend or whatever and then you go in the house and there's and he and then there's a little heart above the house
2: <laughs> and the next one is the another game which everyone knows the uh, buddha buddha donkey <laughs> oh yeah i've been waiting for this one um which yeah which is of course uh, donkey kong king of swing on the cool. gba so is that the one the you just kind of climb up stuff
1: Right, and th- I think there's a there's a DS version of this too, like a you know an, a maybe a sequel or something. And yeah, it is DK King a Swing on the GBA, and it's a lot of this climbing and is stuff it, it like that. It kind of looks
2: like Bad Mode Seven or something. <laughs> kind
1: of, I mean, you know, it's a GBA game, so a lot of them kind of look like that in a Bura, loving Bura. sort Actually, of way. Yeah,
2: I remember. I don't know why. Maybe I saw this maybe on Danny's original article, and I asked my wife what Bura Bura means. I think she said it was like kind of like moving back and forth or something like that or wiggling mm-hmm. back and forth or something like that hmm. i've actually forgotten i could be actually completely wrong
1: okay <laughs> amen
2: and the next uh game was bomberman 94 the pc engine version right nothing really funny about that uh, no but it's still, it's still cool um actually that's that's the
1: the first bomberman game that came out on the wii u hey is that a is that a five player one i god i you know I, I made the game profile and everything i, I really don't I remember i it probably is there is a
2: five player one and you can actually play with five players on right the
1: wii. and I, yeah because on the wii are basically like the around the launch of the wii the original wii i mean it had donkey or bomberman 93 and the same type of thing i mean it was five player multiplayer and you know i'd barely ever played bomberman games at the time and i was playing with my brothers and i think maybe a couple other people or whatever and Yeah, it was a lot of fun to play that with multiple people, especially, you know, get up to five people. That's crazy. You know, I couldn't even imagine that stuff back in the day because, you know, I didn't have a multi-tap or whatever the fuck you call the Super Nintendo equivalent. Or friends, that too. I mean, Jesus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was it, I think it was called a multi-tap, right?
1: Uh, Sure. We we still
2: call those kind of adapters by default, the multi-tap, right? So that right. name has kind of stuck through the ages.
1: Well, I, I, I thought that was just a thing with the PlayStation. And I, I... On
0: the Super Nintendo, uh, two different companies released uh, multiplayer adapters. There was like the Hudson one that came with Bomberman, and huh. Bulletproof Software, I believe, released another one. Huh. And uh, I don't know if that had... Uh, I, well, it obviously didn't have the same name, but it had the same functionality.
2: <clears throat> hmm. My Hands down, the best four-player adapter ever and it's not even the nintendo console was the micro machines on the mega drive or the uh, genesis to you guys you could actually plug two uh controllers into the cartridge how (laughs) awesome is that the cartridge was the multiplayer adapter wow that's a good idea
0: yeah a novel concept
2: truly game over
0: Hmm.
2: amazing interesting cool game as well okay next dunny yeah
1: yeah, I'll go ahead and do the next three here. Dai Nankyoku uh which actually had an English name but was never released in any English regions as far as I'm... Especially, especially on this console. Uh, Antarctic Adventure on the MSX. Uh, it's kind of like an almost... like a racing type of thing where you're like this penguin in Antarctica kind of like going all over the place. And actually, this is the second release on the Wii U Virtual Console. The other one's the Famicom version. And um, like I said, I think it's uh, it's only Japan. It's Japan only, but they have English basically throughout the whole game. So they have Antarctic Adventure written on there, but they still kept the Japanese name. That annoys so, me.
2: They've yeah. they've released two versions of the same crappy little penguin game. <laughs> they haven't released like major first party games.
1: Well, we're uh, we're getting to that because uh, this just this, this past week at the time of the recording, uh, Super Donkey Kong, otherwise known as Donkey Kong Country. Uh, released on the Super Famicom as well as Super Donkey Kong, uh, Super Donkey Kong Two, Dixie and Diddy, Donkey Kong Country Two, uh, Diddy's Conquest. Um, games worth yeah. caring about. Pretty much. So, you know, as it stands right now, the Donkey Kong Country games they have been just removed, just delisted from all of the e shops on Except the Europe Wii. And well, on the on the Wii throughout. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All over the fucking planet, they're gone. Right, right, right and That's uh crazy. but yeah but they they kind of made a resurgence on the Wii U just last month in Europe and now just this past week and uh excuse me in Japan and uh Didn't Thai... they
2: also released the the Jeep, uh, land games as well DK land
1: they did that in, 3DS, in yeah. they did that in Europe just in October as well and they did that basically earlier in the year when the virtual console was still
0: alive on 3DS <laughs> uh did they sneak in there and remove like all the rareware logos or something
1: I don't think no, so. Do I that, mean, I don't think so. I mean, I have Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Land. I don't remember any things getting, you know, being disappeared or oh it is God. gone or okay. anything like that.
2: Um, um, Nintendo UK or Nintendo Europe tweeted out um, a picture of Diddy's Conquest, mm-hmm. and uh, the the tweet read, "Go ahead and admit it. You th- you thought it was called um, Diddy Kong's Quest until now." And hmm. I was like, yeah, I thought it was called Diddy. Diddy it is called Diddy Kong's Quest, right? No, and it's called Diddy Kong's Quest. I clicked, I clicked, Kong clicked Quest. the image and it had the title screen. And I just like, my head just exploded. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't know it was called that until like, you know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I like owned the game. I'm like, how, how? I guess just all my friends and everyone I knew called it that. Mm-hmm. And I just have known that to be true until now. No. Literal mind explosion i tell you <laughs> and it just makes so much more sense because that's like that's a good pun it's mm-hmm. a good pun you know conquest mm-hmm. that's some great british punning <laughs> stop it but it's, it's still not very punny
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway
0: um I, I just want to throw in real quick uh donkey kong country 2 is one of the finest video games ever made
2: whoa
0: i no, i'm
1: I'm a big fan of donkey yeah of, i would agree country actually too i would agree
0: yeah it's so good it's so good it was I, I i think rare in the 1990s is the best video game company that ever existed how about Hell that yeah. yeah
2: can we just put the british national anthem behind uh, when said that <laughs> in, in post yeah i'll allow the it in post. i'll allow it this time <laughs> just this once yeah we've got to finish uh, this segment with some dk2 music actually
1: yeah and um so you know like it like i said too basically all the donkey kong country games that come out uh, super donkey kong 3 nazo no kure misushima donkey kong country 3 what the hell is that called in english i don't even remember <laughs> there's some title for it i think um donkey kong
2: country 3 what is it diddy's did dixie baby... isn't it dixie's double trouble
1: so, yeah, sure. Like I that. made, like I said, I made this game profile on the website, and I, I totally forgot. I <laughs>
2: think that's but, what it's called. Yeah, yeah well, but that's uh, basically Dixie all three Kong's of these, right? Double Trouble. Yeah. Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. Okay,
1: got it. And um, the last kind of notable virtual console game that came out too is uh, another Twin B game. It's called Detana Twin B for PC Engine, aka TurboGrafx-16. That came out just this past week. So if you can't get enough Twin and you live in Japan, well. Guess what? There's more. <laughs> I like Twin B. So, yeah, you know it's it's a fun game. I I have the 3D classics version in uh, you know it's 3D. It's
0: kind of cool. Oh, a little bit of, sort of thing. trivia for you. Twin B mm-hmm. is a playable character in the Smash Bros. knockoff fighting game, Dreamix TV World Fighters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that the one with Transformers? In? Yeah, dude,
0: and Solid and, Snake. And Solid Snake. Yeah, yes,
2: I know that one.
0: Yeah, That's I crazy. i made a point to bring that back with me from America during my trip. So
2: we should... can't get you can't get much more fake or real than that game. Yeah,
0: dude,
2: <laughs> uh we should Transformers and Solid Snake in the same. Game. We should get to, we
0: should get together and live stream it. <laughs> That'd
2: be so good. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I, I honestly, for the longest time, I just thought somebody had mocked it up, you know? I just,
0: like... <laughs> they, they used... To, I am sure it's long since gone by now, but uh, that game had, like, an amazingly good promotional website for it, too. Um, Maybe you can dig it up? I don't know. Good luck! <laughs> You'll need it. Yeah, I guess to go ahead
1: and finish off, uh, just... Uh...
2: God, what the fuck? Retail games? Uh,
1: yeah, just uh, the roundup here with retails and downloads. Uh, obviously, like we said above, Pokemon Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, that came out. Uh, there's a new Taiko no Tatsujin, uh, Tokumori is what it's called. Uh, it's you know Taiko Drum Master game. That came out on Wii U here recently as well. Um, in terms of digital manga, there I believe I talked about this before. <laughs> Maybe on the episode, on the episodes before, I don't know. Um, there's kind of a interesting comic that's been going for almost twenty years or something like that. It's called Super Mario Koon and uh volume four, which is like about ten maybe issues or something of this digital manga are available on three DS right now and it's an ungodly price, you know, like forty four hundred yen. <laughs> something wow. like that. Yeah. Uh,
0: Does that have anything to do with the uh comic they ran in Nintendo Power all those years ago? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure this is this is
1: a Japan-only type of thing. The animation, or the animation, the, uh, the artwork's kind of, it's very unique. And um, usually it typically coincided with whatever Mario game was popular at the time. So, I mean, it started off in, like, 91, and it just kept going. It's still going now, even, like, these days. So, I mean, some of the stuff I think recently is dealing with, like, uh new Super Mario Brothers, new you know, Mario three D world, stuff like that. So you see a lot of like cool stuff like that come up. I I, I was thinking about actually buying all the available episodes, all, avail- all of the available manga. Don't do it. And not uh, just like physical, you know. Oh, like okay. physical ones. Do it. And um yeah, I mean, you know, brand new from directly from the company that like does it. And it was like, you know, four hundred yen on an issue or something. So I don't know, maybe about like twenty thousand yen, two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it these are like Jump brand new change. stuff. Yeah, chump change for rich guys like me. I mean, you know, <laughs> something like <laughs> that, right? Um, yeah, wrapping it up here. Mighty Gunvolt, um, the the eight bit Gunvolt game. Uh, that's actually available as a standalone title right now on the 3DS for 300 yen. Uh, this is released recently released in the West as a standalone title as well. Uh, another game, too. Hero Bank 2. Why game... do you
2: keep mentioning this game? It sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I talked about this at the, TG, at the TGS episode this Nobody year. Nobody
2: likes this game. And, you know,
1: I don't even think anybody in Japan even fucking likes this game. But they're, they're, this is the second goddamn one. There's an anime with this, apparently, that bailed just pretty much like Sonic Boom. Go die in a fire, Sega. Not really, but I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad See, for them. Discourse. Like. They're making all this stuff. They're trying really hard, and it's just—it's just bombing fucking hard. So it's just. Oh, sorry, are we talking about Sonic? Well, I'm talking about just Sega in oh, general.
2: Okay.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's kind of just unfortunate. And speaking of Sega, you know, Atlas, Shinsei Kaiju no Make You. God, I don't even, know how to even say this word. Fafnir no kishi, Fafniru. Whatever the hell, uh, basically, it's essentially Etrian Odyssey Untold Two on the three DS that recently released here in Japan. I think you
2: should have started with the English title. <laughs> yeah, probably
1: <laughs> Etrian Odyssey Untold Two, which has not been announced for the West yet, but I'm pretty sure it's coming. Etrian et- 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 God, Etrian Odyssey Untold, the Millennium Girl or whatnot that came out, you know, in the West, and uh, Etrian Odyssey seems to be doing well enough to, in the West where they're still getting releases for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, so it's still
2: a thing. In other news, in continuing the Etrian Odyssey front, uh, Etrian Odyssey Cross Mystery Dungeon, uh, developed by Spike Chunsoft and Atlas, coming to the 3DS uh, next year, March the fifth. And Etrian Odyssey Five was also revealed, uh, which is probably coming to the 3DS. Right
1: and they they right, didn't I mean. specific yeah they didn't specifically say platforms but they it's it's more than likely going to happen because basically all the internet odyssey games have been ds 3ds so right right yeah i've never played any of them yeah uh, yeah me too <laughs> yeah
2: not yet maybe not not ever <laughs> yeah next up so, is Ty's favorite app that he always plays on the 3ds
0: that's true <laughs> go ahead Uh, uh Reiko Choku, a music streaming app on the 3DS and other platforms maybe, <laughs> recently hit 3 million downloads. The service boasts over 1 million songs yeah. that members can download and purchase. Yeah. Are are you serious? Do people actually buy music? <laughs> what am I reading? <laughs> If you download something for your 3ds, you can also access it on other devices. Wow, it's, magic. it's magic. Fancy. Yeah. That's so
1: yeah, when I came across this, I was really surprised to hear that three million downloads on the 3ds, and I don't think this is one of those. Maybe it was. I don't remember, but this might be one of those things where they just send you this thing that's just on your home menu that says, "Hey, download this," yep, and maybe that, you accident. Okay, I, and maybe you I, accidentally need
2: 3ds. It, it okay. came. It was on. It just appeared. Through and then the you accidentally download it, and <laughs> no, I accidentally deleted it. Immediately. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's it's very strange in a in a world where you have smartphones and basically any other device that's a little bit more handy than your 3ds, where you could listen to music, and still there are a significant amount of people. Even if you divide this in half, you know, one and a half million people that are listening to music and buying music on their 3ds that's just strange children maybe children have money i mean maybe i don't know it's japan everyone's rich right Ty? you, you,
2: can't. <laughs>
1: no. Yo. you can't
2: use uh, Suica cards on the 3ds e-shop right to pay for stuff not yet right. that's going to be dangerous when that when that kicks in because you know a lot of parents in yes. a lot of parents in japan They give their kids a Suica card and maybe they'll, you know, put like, you know, a few thousand yen on it Mm -hmm. to pay for their train there. (laughs) But I could easily see that accidentally paying for video games (laughs) on their 3DS.
1: Or new Carrie Pommy Pommy songs.
2: There you go. (laughs) Or themes for their new
0: 3DS.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be scary.
0: That's a dangerous road to go down. There's
2: a limit. You can set limits to how much money you know, you can spend from those things, you know. There's there's various kinds, there's ones that automatically deduct stuff from your account, but then there's ones that are just kind of standalone, you know, there's no bank account attached to it. It's just you know like a a charge card kind of thing. Sure, sure. And then, yeah, that's what most yeah. of the Suica stuff. But that's is, what right? the, that's what the kids usually have. Right. But, yeah. That's what I have. <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> but yeah, Suica credit cards are pretty cool. You don't need to sign or do anything, you just kinda of touch it pays for stuff. So, yeah, well done. Yes. (laughs) Well, at least Japanese people are buying, you know, digital music. (laughs) Because, you know, I read this article where, like, it was something ridiculous. Like, CDs were kind of dying out across the entire world. But, like... The the percentage got pushed up because of one country which was still buying CDs, and that was Japan.
1: Well, hello, this is the country <laughs> that still kept the mini disc alive. I mean, for crying out loud, it,
0: this is the country that still uses fax machines.
2: But it, it was something ridiculous. It was like it was like twenty five percent of um, global songs were bought on the CD. But when you looked at that twenty five percent, it was all Japan. It was ridiculous. Like
0: <laughs> yo, and like CDs in Japan are like like 30 bucks yeah, 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 like 3000 exactly, yen
2: exactly exactly yeah so one country is affecting you know global you know progress and in music <laughs> industry it just blows my mind
0: it's a it's a huge racket here um I, I, did you guys hear about like the crazy strawberry farmer that bought like <laughs> what you know where this is I going right like guess. he he bought like Tens of thousands
2: of AKB48 oh. CDs. Well, this this sto- many versions of this story exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and like, well, for one thing, uh, uh, something you see a lot in Japan is uh, you get if there's a like a hot live show or something, they'll sell the tickets through a lottery through CD sales. It's
2: like Willy Wonka, but without the chocolate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And with the huge profit margin, <laughs> but but this guy, um, the other thing you could do was vote for your favorite idol out of AKB48 to be like the super champion princess or whatever. <laughs> and skinny, I I don't know. Apparently, this guy one really cares. And two makes a killing off of farming strawberries. Three is mental. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this dude just, uh, he, he by himself, like, decides all AKB 48 uh, <laughs> surveys. Oh, Let, Let's call them surveys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's less creepy. Yeah. Well, moving on from AKB48, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking of the guy just stood in front of a crate of CDs. It was like this nerd. who was like living in this tiny apartment, and half of his bedroom was just literally just one of those, you know, wooden crates that you know forklift trucks carry, and on and on yeah. it was stacked a hundred thousand AKB48 CDs, and uh, and he, he spent something like a million yen on it, and he got like one uh, ticket from that. James,
1: this reminds you, this reminds me, not you, I don't know if it <laughs> reminds you, it reminds me of, D. De- okay, James and I, you know, we, we recorded an episode of the Family cast ba- way back towards the early days where we went to Akiba, and um, we went to Super Potato and a couple other different uh, places at the time that were around, this one place called Game Hollywood, like this, it's out of business oh, right, now, right, but it's, right. uh, you know, it was, an, it was an import game store for, like, basically Western games, and James and I were in the elevator, And we had our 3DS's out, and there was this weirdo otaku guy on the elevator with us. (laughs) And, you know, we're just, like, basically trying to tell him, like, hey, dude, hey, man, we got, you know, your street pass. You know, hey. Because he was, like, literally, like, a foot in front of our face. So, you know, why not? And then he just, like, ignored us. And then literally as soon as the elevator opened up, he ran away. Literally (laughs) ran away. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like are you fucking kidding me you goddamn
0: nerd <laughs> you know sorry what is this
2: gonna do with what we were talking about <laughs> just general nerd culture or something oh. yeah
0: sure why not yeah eccentric japanese nerds yeah, it's, oh it's that was
2: because he kind of like we literally saw our mis pop up on his 3ds in front of our face right so yeah yeah we just mention it yeah I've, I've done we've done that before didn't we do that in like moss burger and like there was a couple of guys, and we all had 3ds's, and we just said, "Hey, what's up?" And
1: are you sure that wasn't just a dream? Because I'm <laughs> for an Akihabara, I don't know if there's
2: many people that were willing to talk may- to. Maybe it wasn't with you. Then. Other human beings, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. I remember having a good time. So maybe you went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously.
1: So uh, to continue the trends of having <laughs> bad times, <laughs> uh, Bravely Default tracks are going to be coming as DLC to Theatrhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call in Japan. Uh going be four songs. One, God, I could probably go through all these names and no one would even know what the hell they're called because I played the game. I played the shit out of this game.
0: Yeah, I know. You're a huge fan of that game. And
1: I still don't know what the hell these songs are called because they just didn't have the names. But basically, there are two battle songs and then I think two uh, field music songs that are coming out. And um, I didn't. God, I didn't get a chance to check on the pricing. I think they actually might be out right now here, but um, I did not get to check on the pricing. I believe that you know with the previous DLC, with the uh, previous Theatrhythm, they were like I don't know, 150 yen each or something. So, uh, not bad. So I spent probably about oh, ten thousand yen on DLC on the first Theatrhythm Jesus because okay. I'm me. <laughs>
2: so. If you just you know waited and bought the you know curtain call. It would have had everything in, right?
1: Oh, and I did, and yeah, I felt like a dummy. But thank you, Square Enix. I appreciate
2: that. So, Lesson learned: never yeah. buy any DLC ever. Lesson never learned: I'm buying right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of like a life in Japan mixed in with that news, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit of everything. Yeah.
1: So, okay, I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and take one other quick break here, and on the other side of the break, we're going to be back with a little bit of Faker Real, so...
0: Yeah, baby! DK2, Hold on. D-K-2.
1: <laughs> Hold on to your butts, we'll be right Spoilers, back.
0: Spoilers, DK2 is real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go ahead and hit the fake or real theme. Fake or real? Is it
2: fake or real? Does this game exist or did time make it up? Fake or real? Is it fake or real? Fake or real? Woo! Nice. Yes, yeah, so good. Who sent that in? <laughs> so uh,
1: I want to give a shout out to Mr. Perry Burcum. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly here uh he's a sound engineer composer who recently wrote a song for rfn and uh most recently created the new fake or real jingle that you just heard uh which is freaking awesome and i love it and perry thank you so much for that um so yeah i hope you guys really enjoyed that i know we did ty as well so good <laughs> I, I, I was
0: hyped when i heard it
1: uh uh-huh. yeah i was well pleased so uh, with that, Ty's going to go ahead and just uh, take it away with fake or real.
0: Yeah. All right. So for fake or real, um, I actually wrote a bunch of these ahead of time, and I'm going to flip a coin, alive, live pre-recorded, to determine <laughs> how many of these are fake and how many of these are real.
2: Okay. So, All right. So my technique of thinking two are, two are real and one is fake will not work this time.
0: It will not work. I, I've been, I've been doing this like not live, so <laughs> it never actually worked. So <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna flip the coin. Okay, and now I'm going to read a game that is fake or real. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Okay, this is a game where you uh, cause unsuspecting people to barf everywhere. <laughs> through stealth and or sabotage. It's my
1: Friday night. Uh. Right. <laughs> hmm.
2: Okay. So, what do you do to make people buff everywhere?
0: uh Well, there's a few options. You can uh, poison them or discuss or uh, disgust them somehow. Mm. You know, everybody has their own weaknesses.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: Mine would be watching
0: Interstellar
1: in an IMAX theater,
2: which mine, makes me feel mine, nauseous. Mine would be playing Sonic the Hedgehog game. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not like Interstellar? Or was it, just no. it was just too big.
1: No, I thought it was great. I don't know if it was because it was in IMAX, in with a, <laughs> a booming speakers and spinning around in circles and bright lights that made me feel <laughs> nauseous, or what.
2: But and the it, ten pints you had before.
1: No, I, hey, well, that was like the night before, and I didn't eat anything barely that day, so
2: maybe that had something to do with this. But. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say fake for this one.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say real.
2: I don't know why I said fake, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of hassle to program in a lot of you know ways to make people throw up. Um, it's,
1: it seems like a lot of fun, so I think <laughs> it would be a
0: real thing. Okay, well, are you ready for the answer then? Yes. No, I mean yes. You're not. Okay. <laughs> okay, this game is fake. Uh, fuck. I made it up. Damn it. Tie. And I made up all those additional details about it on the fly. Well, I was thinking
1: maybe because there are these additional details, maybe it is real. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, that not. was my plan.
1: Damn
0: it. Okay. I, I'm well on my way to becoming a professional con artist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we have a score up on the board. It is 1 and 0. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to flip the coin again. You may get a real game or a fake game. Okay.
1: I heard that coin. I, I, understand. I totally heard right? which right You, you
0: calculated on. it in your mind. Got it. Uh, Yeah. Okay. This is a game in which you are a police woman who fights the yakuza barehanded. Your clothes explode as you take damage.
2: Real.
1: (laughs) 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 Just, just for the sake of just being different, I'm just gonna go ahead and say
2: fake. It was the clothes exploding thing that did it. Yeah. Right. It's It's like real, right? I mean, I
0: figured I could just make up any game and like put in like exploding clothes and it's probably a real game <laughs> I th-
2: no i think i've seen this i think i've seen people tweet pictures about this uh on twitter
0: <clears throat> well i mean i can name like 10 japanese games with exploding clothes off the top of my head okay. <laughs> like like there was one in the the femitsu uh top 10 sellers like last month mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> ten right ten yeah sellers and that was that was in the clothes exploding genre section. No, it <laughs>
0: was it was that like PSP game. Yeah, right? no, like
2: the Vita game. Yeah, man, we talked about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyway, a police woman who fights the yakuza barehanded. This game is real. Yeah, I got it. Okay, it was a simple 2000 game. Really? On the PS2. It was awful. <laughs> do Do you have the title? Um, it was the miniskirt police, I believe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> or it may have been miniskirt keisatsu, Okay, right, right. Which right. is Japanese for police. There's your Japanese lesson on the oh. Famicast. <laughs> We're gonna go. pretend that's a regular thing we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting you're getting smarter by listening to us yeah no you're not you're getting dumber
1: <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
0: that's brain poison mm-hmm. but in any case we've got one more fake or real game left oh what's the score by the way
1: uh we're tied up i got one yep. t- and uh james has one too
2: all right i've got two you idiot
1: what <laughs> wait what you said it was fake
2: i know i said real as soon as he said exploding clothes, i went real it's true, uh, he did. God, what
1: the hell am I listening to? <laughs>
2: oh my god. Alright, I'm all fine. Right. Fuck it.
0: You, you oh. lose a point for that. <laughs> <I> should. <laughs> I'm negative, damn it. Alright. Was it 2-1 then? It's, it's it's. well, it's yeah, it's 2-1. 2-1. Alright. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking this seriously. I am. Alright, alright. I hope you're going to start doing research in your off time now. <laughs> to find weird video games. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I do.
2: <laughs> I'll just have a bookmark section called Exploding Clothes and stuff like that. Vomit. Right? That's a really not,
0: not going to narrow it down in Japan. <laughs> All right. So let's go to our third game. I'm flipping a coin to see if it's fake or real. Okay. All right. This is a golf game where instead of a golf ball, you have a frog.
2: So you're hmm. hitting frogs with a yep. golf club? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Well, hmm.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say real.
2: Uh, yeah. This, hmm. It's not one. Of, it's not like everybody's golf, is it? <laughs>
0: I don't think so. No.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say this is real. It sounds a bit too mundane i mean not that hitting frogs with a golf club is mundane something that i do every day but like it's cool
0: it's ice cold
2: yeah right i hope they're not real you know realistically rendered frogs i hope they're like toy frogs
0: yeah maybe maybe like a a cute little cartoony frog that hops around yeah after you hit it (laughs) yeah maybe like get some power-ups or something
2: something like that yeah
0: All right. Is that your final answer?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go real.
0: All right. Well, you did good because it's real.
2: Woo. Mm. Yep. Should we play some like you know winning music now?
0: Yeah, we'll do it in post.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some applause or
1: something.
0: Right. Six to eight weeks, we'll receive a uh, ball filled with confetti.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what's the name whistle? What, what What's the name of this thing?
0: Oh, it's Ribbit King. It was also a PS2 game. It actually came out in the US.
2: Ribbit King? That Was it called like Ghetto Ghetto King or something in Japanese?
0: That's a good question. I don't know.
2: <laughs> for those that don't know, Ghetto Ghetto is uh, Japanese for ribbit ribbit. Hmm. Oh. Which is funny to me. Animal sounds <laughs> are generally funny in Japanese. But yeah. especially the frog sound.
0: Yeah, they're always funny. Hey, you're right. It is ghetto ghetto king.
2: Woo! Yep. Boom! Japanese lesson right in your ass.
0: (laughs) And the cuter it looks, the less it looks like abusing animals.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true.
0: All right. What what is our final score here?
1: Well, I think I guessed real with that one, but it doesn't
0: matter because i lose three to two three to two it's a close close call
2: yeah god damn it
0: good job getting uh three points though thanks yeah thanks i did that too no i didn't <laughs>
2: the coin was in my favor yeah. yep right in so should we move on to some letters and tweets yeah let's do it Woo. then, so we'll uh, we'll we'll get some uh, short things out of the way first. So got, sure. some, got a few uh, tweets here. Um, hacker alias uh, Simtendo um, tweeted at us that he's an expat in Australia and is super excited to get the new XL, which came out uh, last week, I guess, in Australia. Mm-hmm. And he loves the machine. Um, and he he asked us, um, does Japan even have Christmas? I guess it's a bit early for a Christmas question, and I actually directed him towards uh, the uh, the classic Famicast Cast episode, uh, Annual Gift Man. <laughs> uh, uh, is it called Annual Gift Man Approaches yeah. or something? I like believe that. that was
1: yeah December two thousand and eleven. Yeah, so. Maybe our first
2: ever Christmas episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, yeah, maybe if you guys want to you know prep up for the uh, upcoming December episodes, you know, go back and listen to that one. There's uh, lots of cool. Uh, Japan Christmasy stuff in that episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the other one... Uh, this is actually for... Uh, this is Ty, Mr. Super Cat Drugs himself. Uh, he... Tai? Well, tai, yeah. what, what, you tweeted a picture, right? What was this picture of?
0: Oh, uh, well, first I will read the text. I went to buy two controllers at the recycle shop. Or, you know, that's a second-hand shop. Used junk shop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I bought two controllers and they came with all this other stuff. So, for the price of two GameCube controllers, I got two GameCube controllers, a GameCube, a Game Boy <laughs> Player, uh, one of the the good big fat memory cards. Oh, like
1: the, what was It's Not 1080. That's just the game. <laughs> That's snowboarding. <laughs> you
0: know, well, no, the huge
2: a one
1: was it really? Okay, I think so it was definitely I never, 512. Yeah, I never, I never had the official Nintendo version, so.
0: Yeah, and I got three games, which mm-hmm. would be Mario Tennis, Zelda something or other, and <laughs> Puzzle Collection.
2: <laughs> it's, it's not Twilight Princess, is it? Cause that's No.
0: No, it's the one where you throw pigs into the ocean.
2: <laughs> oh, Wind Waker.
1: It's, it's Wind Waker. I I've, I saw the 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 box art and stuff and actually I was really excited. I was like, man, that's that's a really really amazing find,
0: all that
2: shit, man. So how much how much was that in the yen's?
0: Um, it was like three thousand nine hundred. Nice. Wow, that's, that's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's
2: about the price of a, a controller, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, about the price of two controllers. Actually, Amazon right now has a pretty good deal. Um, well, Amazon Japan, like you can get the Smash Brothers Edition GameCube controllers for nice. about seventeen hundred yen, hmm. which is actually Whoa. cheaper than. Uh, the second-hand GameCube controllers I was looking at <laughs> in the various stores around Akihabara.
2: Right, where the sticks will all be loose. <laughs>
0: what? No, I, I mean, I felt them up pretty good. <laughs> what about uh, the
2: controllers, though?
0: Yeah, they're good. They're like new. They came in the boxes and shit. Nice. That's how Japanese people do it. They keep all the original boxes and everything so nice.
2: And Ty, you also tweeted a very, uh, hashtag sad trombone tweet, didn't you? Uh, about the fact that we Japan folks still have to wait two more weeks for Smash.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, not I me. think this,
2: not me, not <laughs> me, <laughs> me. Yeah. You not too, you. Too. Yeah. I, I think
0: this kind of ties into, uh, the Christmas stuff in the sense that Christmas isn't like a super big gift giving thing in Japan. Right. Right. I mean, it, it exists, but <laughs> right. You know, I feel like Nintendo has been releasing stuff in America before Japan because of the Christmas season, especially Black Friday.
2: Yeah. Well, Japan's Black Friday is New Year's, right? I (laughs) don't know. That's when people buy stuff. They get their Otoshidama, the New Year's uh, pocket money, and they go out and spend it on games. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, the first week of January or, you know, like, you know, 31st of December or whatever. That's when people buy stuff.
0: I suppose. It's also when people clean their house, apparently. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. Like,
0: you know, uh, America has spring cleaning. Japan has...
2: New Year's cleaning.
0: Right? New Year's cleaning, yeah.
2: There you go. Cool. So, uh, yeah, keep those tweets coming out at the Famicast. We uh, appreciate all of them, and we'll read them out, as we have just done. And next, we've actually got a new seg- segment, which we've never had before, because we've now got our own iTunes feed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can now read out uh, iTunes reviews. So uh, this one actually comes from the UK iTunes store, but we'll be we can read out uh, reviews from any region. But it just so happens that we have one from the UK this time. Um, so uh, username hacker alias dry wipe cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ty, this isn't you, right?
0: No, it's not me.
2: It's not your second alias or anything. Okay, Mr. Dry Wipe Cat uh, gave us a five-star review. Thank you very much. And he says, uh, we're an excellent podcast for anyone who's interested in Japanese culture slash lifestyle as well as video games. Uh, Is that true? I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? uh, (laughs) Culture. We're a very cultured podcast.
0: Yeah, I I have lots of bacteria.
2: (laughs) There you go. That's the kind of culture you can expect from the fan cast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you and keep the iTunes reviews coming in and uh we really appreciate it. Any region, all regions, we appreciate it. We're a multi region podcast, unlike Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Burn. Burn, son. Roasted. <laughs> so yeah. Uh Danny, oh anybody? Wanna read the email? <laughs> No. <laughs>
1: um yeah, sure. Uh so we did get an email from our good pal, Mr. Russ Reno, and from the UK, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. We, he gave he gave us loads of questions. So this oh, is yeah. part two of his list of questions.
1: Part two of fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this this question is driving in Japan, better or worse than England or USA? Um anybody... that has
0: a very complicated answer, I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm driving in japan well i i've never driven in japan i have been driven many times <laughs> but i haven't actually driven in japan um the only foreign country i've ever driven in is is the u.s ironically <laughs> wow really <laughs> yeah talking about you know driving on the wrong side you know you guys drive on the, the wrong side right <laughs> yeah japan sure. Japan and uk share the same we both drive the, on the correct left, way the, the correct way the um so yeah, that was yeah, it's pretty uh interesting driving on the right. In Hawaii actually.
1: Oh, you can huh. go to Hawaii. <clears throat> pretty cool. <laughs> well <laughs>
0: yeah. well let, I wanna say it for actually for driving, um a, a thing you really have to keep in mind, especially if you're from the USA, is all these Japanese towns and cities have existed for hundreds or thousands of years before cars and pavements <laughs> right. and things like that. Yeah. So, um finding your way around can be tricky.
2: Yeah. Well, that's just, you know, anything, isn't it? Bicycle, walking, anything. But yeah, yeah. you're just talking about planning the the town layout. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. Like in England I- we have 10 Green Road. You know, you know 42 wood lane you know you yeah. have uh, very easy methods of finding places in japan it's like you know Narashino 4-6-8-4 and you know that's where you live
1: <laughs> yeah you, you you don't see typically with like street names and stuff like that you don't see that you don't see a main names, street no. yeah you, I mean, you, you are, have like
0: a building name and a number which indicates when the building was built
2: uh, or well, well, you have areas You have like the large area, which is the first number, and then it's split into smaller numbers, and then it's, you know, smaller areas in that. So that's why you have, you know, (laughs) 4-10-3-whatever. It's pretty crazy.
0: You just use the GPS on your phone yeah, that
2: exactly. that's the start and end of it right there. Pretty
0: much. That's, that's probably
1: why pretty much every car you will ever buy in Japan comes with some kind of a GPS thing. I mean not every single one but I think an overwhelming majority come with some kind of a GPS navigation system.
2: And also installed mobile, mobile phones have had navigation, you know, way before smartphones, you know, phones had uh you know maps and navigation systems, you know, GPS built in. Sure so, um Yeah, it hasn't been a problem for Japanese people to find their way around. And also, you you usually get printed out maps whenever you go anywhere, right? Uh Like if it's like, you've got a a meeting in some new town or whatever, they'll give you a map with exact directions (laughs)
0: printed Yeah, they'll send it to you by fax.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's so true. Oh, god. Which is how you connect to uh, Nintendo's online network. (laughs) <laughs> facts. you have to ask permission from iwata personally yeah exactly <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah driving it's it's very narrow the streets are very narrow i mean especially if you come in from the u.s i could imagine oh God, it would yeah. be crazy narrow I mean, maybe in the uk maybe it's not as shocking you know we have some narrow country lanes in the in the uk but yeah Japan is you know more along the lines of like the narrowest country lane you would ever ha- have in England that's like pretty much every road here hmm. <laughs> especially when you're going somewhere urban you know trying to find someone's house it's pretty right. crazy
1: right right
2: and the driving license tests you know they reflect that you know you have they've got these like little obstacle courses you know you might see them driving around you might see like a what do you call it a driving license uh, center and you'll see this little mock-up town that they've got built in this car park. And, you, you know, you have to navigate around these tiny little roads and not knock anything over.
0: And they <laughs> say nobody passes the first time.
2: Right, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, I hear, depending on uh, your area or which prefecture you're in, they can become uh, very harsh tests.
2: Yeah, man. Very, very hard tests. Yeah. Which is why um, Americans can't easily get a Japanese license right <laughs> right yeah, no, you have to retake you have to retake the test don't you
0: uh yeah i think the rule is we can transfer our licenses but they're only valid for one year yeah that's, so yeah, if you stay night. for more than one year you have to take the test
2: because in america don't you just drive down a straight road and then break and then you pass the
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> like you drive around uh, the block yeah. and you're good whatever
2: yeah in the UK, yeah. it's more along the lines of Japan, so we're a bit more strict, so that's why we can transfer our licenses over fully, huh. without yeah. really doing much paperwork. So, yeah. uh-huh. so But, but uh, for me.
0: other countries, uh, I hear it's like kind of a crapshoot as to whether your licenses will transfer or not.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yep. It's and an it's, adventure. And it's expensive. Yeah, very, it very expensive. It sucks. So... I would guess that's a pretty much a negative <laughs> on driving mm-hmm. in Japan. <laughs> Just take the trains. The trains are cheap and they're on time and they're never ever late. Right. Ever. <laughs> and if they are 30 seconds late, you get an apology. And no. I'm not joking. Yeah. Not jo- right, guys? You bite me up here. I'm no, not it's joking. True. Right? <laughs> it, it's true
0: for almost every train line. There are some exceptions that kind of suck, but for the most part, they'll treat you like a king. <laughs>
2: And the next part of Russ's question, you know, um, this is kind of like leaning into like, you know, onsen stories territory, isn't it? (laughs) So uh, Russ asks us, for some reason, on a video game podcast, uh, (laughs) what kind of high-tech goodness has gone into condom slash tampon vending machines (laughs) in Japanese public toilets? Hmm. (sighs) <laughs> Thanks, Russ. Thanks for that question.
0: Have you guys seen any uh condom or tampon machines you can use your suika card on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know. hear that, kids? Your parents help you set it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but um, you know what? Literally across the street from my apartment, there is just a condom machine. Yeah, yeah in I the was middle gonna say, of the street. They're,
2: base, well, they're just know. in the middle of the street. They don't even hide them. It's not like actually you probably will never find one in the toilets yeah it'd <laughs> be more likely to find it in the street right and, ne- next to a children's playground no
1: seriously it's it's a hop skip and jump jump away from
2: a kindergarten and <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and ironically it'll say something like family planning on it yeah 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 exactly and i didn't
1: even i didn't even notice it i've walked by this place for years before i was even living here this this particular part of town i was like i didn't even pay attention and then, One day, one of my buddies was like, you know, Josh, the guy that's been on the podcast, like, dude, that's a condom machine. That's like, what? What do you you think it was? Chewing gum? I I didn't even pay any attention. I just, I was like, oh, there it is.
2: (laughs) That that would make a brilliant photo, by the way, Danny, you know, that that condom machine next to the kindergarten, just like, (laughs) line it up so they're both in the same shot and then just uh, like with the family planning logo and <laughs> to say, hashtag too late. i like <laughs> <laughs> make a great photo. Oh, man. I'm not one to talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Russ finishes off with a list of prizes he wants for sending in all these great questions. Okay. Um, he wants a Panasonic Q, a crystal bo- body pillow, Uh, 10 face slaps to James Jones. Done. Um, (laughs) done. I'll take care of that. A Donkey Kong arcade cabinet and a 14-night all-inclusive holiday to Japan. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and arrange at least none of those to happen.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, before we started recording, I looked for the crystal body pillow. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't find one, but I did find the crystal like uh, mouse pad with the 3d boobs. you rest your wrist on. Oh, That's real. Yeah. You'll Thank- see a picture of that uh, on our Twitter and everywhere.
2: Oh God. Yeah. Thanks for sending that over Skype as well, by the way. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, in all seriousness, though, Russ, yeah, um, uh, we will send you something. Uh, we'll send you a little, uh, Toy from japan and uh yeah that's kind of a little hint about what we got something we got something cool planned for the christmas episode so uh, look forward to that right. yay um so yeah get your thinking caps on for more life in japan ideas yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully more safer work questions
1: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah there you go i think we're done
1: yeah, that, that's going to do it. So we'll take another quick break here, and we'll go ahead and close up the show. Oh, my God. going to go ahead and bring the show to a close but before we do that we're going to go ahead and give out our twitter handles so uh if you want to find the famicast you can find us at uh the famicast on twitter uh, also if you want to send us an email it's famicast no the just famicast at nintendoworldreport.com um either one of those type of things or even some reviews on itunes please let us know what you guys think about us anything please just let us know what you what you think we can do to improve the show let us know what you like uh, let us know... It cannot
2: be improved upon. <laughs> it cannot
1: be improved upon. I'm the one editing it, so it's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> so if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, Danny Bivens, I'm at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B as in boy I-V. Uh, James, how about you?
2: I'm uh, at family Complicated. Anything with a good hyper-troll get gets a retweet. used <laughs> yeah, to enjoy. You definitely are a goddamn troll, and I love it. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, and uh, Ty, how about you, man?
0: Uh my Twitter name is Super Cat Drugs. Mm-hmm. One word. Uh you can find a lot of tweets about, you know, fighting games, uh jokey anime stuff, and weird things in Japan that happened to me. <laughs> here's nice. here's a tweet I, I posted the other week. I tried to pay a bill online. The website only accepts credit card payments from 8 a.m. to 10 (laughs) p.m. This is the most Japanese thing ever to
2: happen.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Oh, man. That's awful.
2: Um,. A nice trolly tweet from me was, um, let's predict the exact date that Watch Dogs on Wii U reaches fourteen ninety nine. I saw that. <laughs> my, my guess is January 1st, 2015. I, I believe it. <laughs> and somebody immediately replied with, uh, two days after Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, you know what? Um, on a
1: serious note, Black, er, uh, Black Friday, <laughs> Watch Dogs is actually coming out on Wii U in Japan, which I was kind of surprised what? about. And um, that's coming out, I think, December 4th, so
2: people in Japan could not buy that too. <laughs> so, if Yeah, if you want to predict the sales for that game, that's another fun game. Yeah. I, it... I would guess in the single digits. Yeah. Wait, did that
0: come out on Xbox One in Japan? <laughs> you tell oh, me. Yeah. I could go out yeah, and buy it, and you can watch the number go up to, like,
2: one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun game. Okay, Xbox One versus Wii U, Watch Dogs, which sells most? Dude. That's that's a good that's a good game. Go. It's going to be one to one Ty versus Danny. Yeah. <laughs> it might be like 11 to 12 or something like that copies. I mean, not thousands, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, the the Star Wars trailer is about to hit live. Oh, we should uh, end this podcast now. We should definitely end. So, uh
1: <laughs> James, uh, thank you very much for joining me here today. You're welcome, of course. Yeah, and Ty, always a pleasure, man.
0: Yeah, it's always a pleasure to have me on. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I uh, hope you
1: guys enjoy the show. We will catch you next time. Peace. the Crew
0: out. Peace, brothers. No more PvP. <laughs>
2: Is that a drug?
0: <laughs> player versus player.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of PCPs. PC. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> wow.
0: Play more video games. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, the more I grow up and get my
1: life on track, the more I feel myself getting pulled back. The unbeatable odds that I'm facing got me thinking it's a game that I can't win. Light back when I was in school, and they released Donkey Kong Country 2. That was a hard-ass game. I never beat it, and I ain't been the same. So when the stress starts pulling me under I start feeling like I'm back in the jungle Trying to stab bananas like building blocks Might go ape shit on a million crocs Grab that barrel and put him in bed Hit a motherfucking bumblebee over the head Bad guys stay on cadence okay. like a drum line I
0: guess life is that way sometimes Sometimes
2: life is impossible Like that one level With the thorns
1: and shit Pirates the upper hand. I can't understand why you make this level.
0: I got a whole strong. bunch of bananas, but Why'd I ain't got make nothing a whole bunch of bananas, but I got nothing for this. level. I slow. got a whole
1: bunch
0: of bananas, but I ain't got make nothing for S a whole bunch of bananas, but I got make this I, level I level
1: got a whole bunch so of
0: I bananas. But I I I When I'm
2: flipping, bar sippin', car dippin', Grant grand grippin', still tipping on, tippin' on, full rappin', full rappin', full no full no full rappin', full on full rappin', full It's about time somebody mentioned to the connectivity guys that um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire isn't an actually an American TV show. Hey, fuck you. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought every American TV show was ripped off from British TV shows.
2: Pretty much. Pretty much. I think Jeopardy Because,
0: Because in America, we we have all these jerks that have to interject in every conversation to say the British version is better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's infuriating.
2: It's Only British people are allowed to say that. I can imagine that being very annoying if it's an American saying that.
0: Oh, they do. It happens.
2: <laughs> it's only true if it's The Office.
1: Oh, come on. Well, okay. If you want to talk about the length of all that, okay, yeah, sure.
2: I'll tell you. I
1: mean, the, the first few seasons are really good, and then it just kind of just goes downhill, and it comes back up, and then it just stops because it should have.
2: I love both, but in different ways. Right. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. So that's the outtakes for you, Danny. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> GameCube Nintendo Eight Player Smash, is my place. It's crazy. How many women are coming?
0: <laughs> Maybe one.
2: <laughs> hey. Poor girl.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> GameCube Nintendo. You what, mate? I'm back. Yay.
2: Is Nathaniel there? Uh, I guess
0: not. Guess not. Let's fuck up some Killer Instinct names.
2: Who who we got left? Um,
0: Jago. Hell, hello,
2: Chief, Chief Thandra.
0: <laughs> Chief racist. <laughs> I, I I listen. Uh, I say that because one of my best fighting game friends is Native American, and no. he, so that gives you it, the right. No, he is <laughs> fucking sick of Native American stereotypes in fighting games. Hmm. So like uh, he d- he just calls them all racist, and you know I pretty much agree. So I don't even call him Chief Thunder; I just call him Chief Racist.
2: You just want to hey, pipe down there, uh, Tomahawk.
0: <laughs> Yo, right? <laughs> if you watch, uh, okay, in in the Killer Instinct one arcade version, we need just l- let the game you know cycle by itself without any credits in it it goes through the character profiles Mm -hmm. and it it says like this ridiculous bullshit for chief thunder (laughs) like he's the protect the mystical protector of native americans amen and it's just so goddamn retarded
1: native americans are proud
0: and hence he is chief racist (laughs)